Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Thursday, February 16th, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. In today's jaunt, we'll talk about greenwashing, an update on the Tesla unionization efforts and the company's response, Disney versus the government of Florida, and tax raids at the BBC offices in India. Let's brace ourselves against the stiff winds of today's legal news. The petrochemical company Shell accused this month of making deceptive claims as to their environmental commitments to the SEC, is the latest in a laundry list of companies facing scrutiny for the delta between their public statements on eco-friendliness and their actions. As more companies pledge to invest in sustainability, lawyers warn that pressure is mounting on them to follow through on their commitments to avoid being accused of greenwashing. Greenwashing is a marketing tactic used by companies to create the impression that they are more environmentally responsible than they actually are. It involves making false or misleading claims about a product, service, or the overall environmental practices of a company. The term greenwashing was coined in the 1980s and has since been used to describe a wide range of practices from vague and unverifiable statements about a product's environmental benefits to outright lies about a company's sustainability initiatives. The practice has become increasingly prevalent as consumers have become more environmentally conscious, leading to increased scrutiny of companies' environmental claims. Greenwashing is seen as a serious problem because it can mislead consumers, damage the reputation of genuine eco-friendly products, and contribute to the overall problem of environmental degradation. Greenwashing challenges continue to pour in from advocates and investors targeting what they claim are false representations of corporate commitments to environmentalism and climate-friendly practices. Environment, social, and governance issues, also known as ESG issues, are becoming an integral part of the legal trend, and ESG litigation risk is intensified with new rules for mandated disclosures and increased shareholder examination. The primary risks to issuers facing ESG litigation may not be financial, but reputational and operational. Companies can face greenwashing scrutiny through ESG and beyond on a number of different levels, including administrative complaints, investor-led investigation, product liability lawsuits, and consumer protection cases. Self-reporting won't be enough to save companies from greenwashing scrutiny, according to experts. Companies need to make plans publicly available to investors and use transparent accounting software to measure goals and successes. An update to one of yesterday's stories. Tesla terminated dozens of employees at its plant in Buffalo, New York, one day after autopilot workers announced a union campaign, according to a filing with the U.S. National Labor Relations Board. The union accused Tesla of illegally terminating the employees in retaliation for union activity and to discourage union activity, and asked the labor board to seek a federal court injunction. Several of the terminated employees had been involved in labor discussions, including at least one who was a member of the organizing committee. An organizing committee of 25 employees who labeled data for Tesla's autopilot system sent an email to Elon Musk early Tuesday with their intent to unionize. In addition to job security and increased pay, employees have said that they seek a say in workplace decision-making and want to curb monitoring, metrics, and production pressure that they claim are harmful to their health. Federal law prohibits retaliating against workers for taking collective action about workplace conditions, including by organizing unions. The agency has the authority to order fired workers reinstated with back pay, but not to make companies pay punitive damages. And finally, a bit of international news submitted by a listener. Officials from the Income Tax Department have raided BBC offices in Delhi and Mumbai for a second day as part of a tax investigation weeks after the release of a critical documentary on Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi. The officials have reportedly seized phones and laptops of journalists and employees and are investigating the BBC for tax evasion, diversion of profits, and non-compliance with Indian law. The documentary, India, The Modi Question, looked at the tensions between Modi and India's Muslim population and alleged Modi's role in inciting religious riots in 2002. 
The raids have been condemned by numerous press bodies and opposition politicians, with the Editors Guild of India stating that the raids were part of a wider trend of using government agencies to intimidate or harass press organizations critical of government policies. And a bit of an opinion piece from a friend of the show, Jacob Schumer, writing for Bloomberg Tax, says Disney World has lost its independence from Florida's government as Governor Ron DeSantis awaits the signing of House Bill 9B, which is designed to replace the Reedy Creek Improvement District with the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. Previously, Disney had independent taxing powers and overruled local cities, but the new board will be made up of governor appointees. Schumer says Disney could argue that the bill was unconstitutional, as it could be seen as retaliation against protected speech, given that the drive to dissolve Reedy Creek started as part of a blowback from a constitutionally protected statement. If there is any agreement between Disney and the governor, Schumer says neither is likely to disclose that fact. He says the new board's biggest potential danger to Disney is that it could be used to extract political concessions from the company. Links to his full piece are in the show notes and well worth a read. Thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all of the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Andrew and Gina is at Gina. Minimum Competence is part of the ESQ cast network of podcasts and streams on esqstream.com. Catch you back here tomorrow. And until then, and forever hence, write bespoke rhymes and poems for your minimum competence. Oof, that one was a stretch.